Airlines report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 7 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 2 standing by. Red 11 standing by. Red 5 standing by. We would be honored if you would join us. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Starlight Digest, a podcast bringing you light talk and digesting Star Wars topics over a thousand years. This is episode 88 being recorded on October 21st, 2020, and we are nine days away from Mandalorian Season 2, and we are here in line, and we have a special guest that joined us in line today, and before we introduce him, let me get the guys going here. I am your host, Darth Moocher. We're joined here with, where is he? Right there. On my screen, he's this way. Uh, Chris? Dark Dad 77? There you go. I have to get this orientation right because it's opposite. Well oiled machine today, Marco. Well done. Nice start. And I didn't even interrupt you. Take that. Look, you I got know, our right? guest to leave. You let the show. Well, we had it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up? And then we have Scott Solo here. Hey, what's up, nerds? <laughs> you pause there. It's like, oh, crap, he's muted. Uh, oh, no. Fanboy Mike down in this corner. <laughs> wow. Good to see you guys. Wow. Never mind. <laughs> He's already muted. Uh, we got Bootleg Joe's here with us. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, Bootleg's hurt. <laughs> hurt foot. Hurt foot. Yeah. Oh, no. Bootleg um, Joe. And we have a very special guest uh, coming with us from, you know, coming into our world from the canon the novelization world that you know we we tote the, those things as expanded universe but canon it's very important for us the comic books the novels commercials toys it's it's all part of it the star wars universe daniel yes. jose alder welcome to our show thank you <laughs> yes people know okay. your name here because we have talked about you before we were, we're, we're like i said we're, we're knee deep into this into the Uh-oh. world of just beyond the movies and everything and so awesome. Awesome. um That's yeah man yeah, so um, everybody in chat joining us, thank you very much. I know it's early. Uh, it's 5 o'clock our time, but uh, you know what? It's it's all worth it. Um, but with that, man, uh, we want to get into this. We want to get into your life. Uh, also, New York Times bestseller. Yes. So oh, congratulations on named that. Recently named New York named. Times Magazine, right? Yeah. Your, your uh, Sh- Shadow Shaper was Shadow named Shaper. as one of the top 100 fantasy books of all yeah. time of all time yes. of all time i like, want that's wild congratulations absolutely man that's that's awesome and i do want to say this like downloading it now without star <laughs> yeah, yeah without star wars yeah we found you and we found your we're finding your library and we're finding you as as like again with shadow walk with shadow walker Shadow Shaper. Shaper. Sh- thank you. Shadow Shaper. <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm finding you. I'm taking it over in a minute, Daniel. Don't worry. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like I said, I'm discovering you as I go because of Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars That's brought great. you to us, you know, and then up. hopefully the, the Star Wars world into the your beyond, you know, uh, expanded universe that you're doing too. So yeah. I, I love it. I love the hand in hand stuff. So, um, yeah, so we've got a whole list of questions that we want to ask you and a whole list of, you know, information that we want to get out of you. So I'm cool. going to hand the mic over to Chris. Uh, who has compiled all this stuff because he is our resident lore guy. He's the guy who breaks down all the novels and brings it to the masses. He does awesome. the book reviews um, uh, and, all, and all that. So him and Scott actually go both go hand in hand with that. So Chris, go for it, man. The mic is yours. 
All right. We've already done the buttering up in the beginning, so we're just going to jump right into it, Daniel. But you know how much I appreciate this. And and this is, again, you can see behind me, man, that whole top level is all canon books. You know, we've got legend books everywhere. I listen to the audios, man. So it's it's just huge to be able to talk to somebody. And we do a lot of... uh, we do a lot of theory crafting and talk here about the way we think stories would go and this and that, but you're actually somebody that gets to say, this is how it should go. And here and it is. is. <laughs> and then we get to say, Oh, well, this is how say, it does. Exactly. <laughs> he said so, so I have to listen. So that's big for us. Right on. Huge. So uh, to, to start us off real fast, before we get to the star Wars stuff, what got you into writing? Have you always been a writer? I think you're a Jack of more than just one trade. So t- tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got here. Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me. It's really great to be here. I'm very excited to talk to you guys. This is obviously a lot of fun. And um, yeah, you know, the through line is really storytelling. So when I was a kid, first of all, Return of the Jedi was the first movie I ever saw in the movie theaters. Cool. I was three. Mine too. My mind, yeah, like changed my whole world. And then after that, watching the specials of like the behind the scenes ones, Mm -hmm. I know y'all saw Mm -hmm. those. Amazing. Um, so I've been a Star Wars fan literally my whole life, and I really do like keep tracking different moments in books I write back to Return of the Jedi. I've been like, oh yeah, that's oh yeah, that's that. You know, like it really was foundational for me in terms of like just story. Um, but I went on to become a, a real nerd in terms of <laughs> sci-fi. Like the Iliad was my jam when nice. I was like. And like, I was like, wow, I know. I was really, ten. That's yeah. deep. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that, it was Greek mythology and politics. I, I read um, all the president's men also way too young and wow. was, like, deep into it. And those are like the two, you know, so I, I kept being a nerd and being a nerd. Um, I was actually, I wanted to be a cartoonist when I was younger. Really glad I'm not a cartoonist now. I still draw all the time, but it's not sure. for me to do professionally. Um, I wanted to make creatures for ILM or, or uh, Henson, maybe. You know, those were like oh, yeah. kids. Um, but then um, as I got older and in college, I was really doing music, seriously. So uh, composing and, and putting, but always with story, you know. So I would put together like these big, weird productions of like, one of them was like a rockumentary. One nice. of them was kind of a mockumentary. Just all kinds of wild yeah. stuff. And then that was my 20s, but I was a paramedic for most of my 20s, too. Paying, oh, wow. Pay the rent. Yeah. So I was working in the streets of New York uh, for 10 years. Um, and most of that time I was organizing um, around racial justice and gender stuff. And I was doing music. And nice. none of that sh- stuff was paying the bill. <laughs> right. Of course. <laughs> so, so, and I didn't want to be a medic for the rest of my life as much as that is an amazing job. Right. Like, and at some point I was also like, man, I mean, some of y'all know with music, like you have to get 15 people into a room or even five people into a room and then to record something and then production and yeah. all this other junk that like just wasn't the writing, you know, I just wanted to write and tell stories. And it was just kind of like, at a, I reached a point where I was just like, you know, if I write a book, mm-hmm. it'll just be me and the laptop and I can sit there and just do the work. I'm not going to rely yeah. on nobody else for none of this crap. And that's really what happened. I was 29. It was 2009. I sat down and uh, wrote Chattership. Basically, it didn't. It, and then I started submitting it and it got rejected 40 times. Wow. Jeez. Whoa. Wow. And this is the same book that you just shouted out because it was yeah. called the best books of all time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Denied 40 times. times. Right. Yes. Um, and took, I think it took four years to get published or five years to find Wow. It. Six, six years. Something like that. It was crazy. So, yeah, it was a journey, you know, but, um, but that really did set everything off and pop, 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 pop. Wow. That's wow. there's 40 people that should be really ticked off at themselves for uh they are. They, they, that, they, right? they've sent me messages like, man, I really 
I really messed up. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, oh, yeah, you did. You should maybe reevaluate your own career there. <laughs> you can't pick if you can't pick winners out of a hat. I don't know, man. I'm like, no. saying it was no, all right there. It's right there. Awesome. Exactly. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. How about uh, how about Star Wars? How'd that work? How'd you get into Star Wars? Did you go like do you apply for that job, or do they come and scout you out? They kind of find you. Um, I think I put the word out. I know I told my agent that I was I really wanted to do it. The first the first Star Wars writer I met was Delilah Dawson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Phasma is amazing. I yes. Love Phasma. Yeah. She's so cool. We were in fact it was. Is that, wait, was that, yes, it was four years ago this week because. It was at a, a conference called Surrey, um, the Surrey International Writers Conference, which is outside of Vancouver. And we were both doing that conference. And I, I was sitting like next to her in the signing line. She's super nice. She's like one of the nicest writers in the world. Nice. And she, we just started talking. She had that novella out. Uh-huh. Um, this was before Phasma. And she had the novella out and we were just chatting. And I was like, oh, Star Wars. <laughs> I like, wow. Like, just hadn't even really occurred to me. I just never met a Star Wars writer. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wow, now I know a Star Wars. And then I was like, I wonder if I could do that. You know, so I think I told my agent to like put put the word out, but I don't know if he did or not, honestly. But I do know that like at some point after that, they came to me for doing the um from a certain point of view story. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was genuinely the amount of cursing that I did in a good way when I got that email. I can't even tell you. And I tell writers, like, don't write for free. You know, your time is important. But that, right. that was right. Right. Like, because that led to great stuff, obviously. Yeah. And like, but no, that alone was so cool. You know, like, I was so excited to be part of that project. It's such a cool book. Like, uh, it is great. a good book. It is, it's it is one of our, <laughs> as a group, as a collective, one of our favorite. It just, oh, yeah. absolutely. just the experience of the short stories, because even like uh, back in the EU days, the legend days, you know, when they had Tales of Moss Eisley, the, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. that was so intriguing because you can get through a story a day, you know, you can get to and right. you can really put some background right. characters because Star Wars was always background characters that made Star Wars, really. In fact, we kind of broke it down in one of our in one of our podcasts, sort of, right? Yeah. We, oh, yeah. Well, it was like four or five podcasts in a row. We would do, <laughs> yeah. we would do each stories. We would review them each week. Yeah. And yeah. I, again, I'm not saying it's because you're on, but Born in the Storm it was one of our favorite. favorite. The way, absolute. The way we're actually segue into that right now. Yeah. It's, it's a. Yeah. It's funny because a lot. If you listen to the old shows, I would. Uh, we would complain a little bit when you would get when people would get earthly. Right when you would get this tone of a, a Earth tone in a galaxy far, far away, yeah. certain point of view for some and uh, born in the storm for some reason, and we talk about it on the show was the first one where I accepted it. Yeah, and I don't know yeah. what it was. I don't know if it was the way you deliver it, or the way it was written, or what. But I was like, you know oh, what? I I made my kids listen to it, audiobook version. Uh, right. Listen to you do it, right? Uh-huh. Um, I made all the crew listen to it. I'm like, guys, you got to hear this. Yeah, one. yeah, you did <laughs> before before everybody uh, got to it. Um, I just loved it. I loved the concept of it and everything. And that's actually where, where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, you, you have a tone that stands apart, right? That that's different than everybody else. And it came across right then we knew. So when they, uh, mentioned, uh, announced last shot, we were excited about it. Yeah. Your style. How do you see that? How's that stand apart? And, uh, how do you see that working in a, in a star Wars universe? That's a, that's a great question. And I, I agree with you, actually. <laughs> I hate, uh, like, Hate is a strong word, but I, yeah. I don't. When things feel, well, I don't like getting pulled out of the story. Right. And the Star yes. Wars is such an immersive world. Like one complaint that I will lodge, you know, controversially or not, is that the changes in music that they did, like for Return of the Jedi, like when they rebranded it and like did the re-edit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. for me, like that music that they added into Jabba's Palace, it pulls me right out of the story because it feels 
same feeling like a reggae knockoff. Yeah, and like yeah. Same. Yeah. to get into that for me. Yep. So I try to avoid that. And the joy of Star Wars, it's complex, right? Because the joy of Star Wars is also that we recognize things viscerally, even though it's so far, far away, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's like both things are happening at the same time. You're like, I know that feeling, but it's it's like transposed into something so alien and cool that it feels like an out, you know? And so like, it's always about reaching for that. I think all of Star Wars is actually about that balance, you know, mm-hmm. and, and many balances, the balance of the force, but like the balance of like humor and darkness and like, you know, gore, right, <laughs> like, right, the politics stuff, which they do really, really well, mm-hmm. and yeah. like just the fun, like space chases, like that's what we love about Star Wars. It's all those things hang in some kind of balance yeah. that feels like home. Yeah. And when that balance tips a little bit, it stops feeling that way. Yeah. You're just like, nah. mm-hmm. But it is kind of a magical thing. Like I can't to this day tell you what it is about Born in the Storm that makes that work. I don't actually know. It's- I just know I love Star Wars, and I was like, let me, if I was in the Star Wars world, this is how I would act and talk. Yeah, right. I felt like it made you feel. It, it made you feel the 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 stormtrooper. Like you really kind of, you kind of really just felt what he would say or do. You know what I mean? And that's kind of right. how it felt at home to us. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's totally based on being a paramedic, by the way, because we would have to. Really? Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> this paperwork is completely ridiculous. Like, right. Literally, like save a child's life who had just been shot. And then the next thing you have to do is paperwork about it. And then you have and to tell the story of it. Yeah. Of, you have to tell the story of it, yeah. but you have to tell the story by fitting it into these ridiculous little boxes that don't make any sense, right? So you're not actually telling the story. Yeah. You're actually just fulfilling a legal requirement yeah. and trying yeah. to get sued. Well, that's, yeah. that's, wow. that's brilliant to bring in an aspect of, like, you know, your perspective or your experience into a short story like that. Because, yeah, when we figured out when it was, uh, you know, uh, spoiler alert, anybody hasn't read this uh, book or a short story, but, yeah, it's a – like a um your report driven on tape but it's almost like your retirement report you know this is what right. i experienced and i'm out of here and then right. you kind of like i reevaluate your life and the whole process of yeah. this old man saying these aren't the joys these aren't the joys i'm looking for <laughs> we still say that to the to this day we say that to each other sometimes You're like you know what these aren't the joys you're looking for. <laughs> and we refer to it we refer yeah. to it from a point of view that's that's kind yeah, of yeah yeah so <laughs> That's hilarious. Mind you, I'm not a paramedic anymore, so it's right, very right. autobiographical. Like, yeah, no, yeah, it's really about being like, you know what, this is wild. I'm out. Like, right, yeah, yeah, but it's but it was your experience <laughs> and your and your like I said real life experience to know to uh, write the story wild, in that right. way because yeah, I, you know, yeah. I mean, unless... I literally called incident reports. Yeah, yeah, like bureaucratic bureaucratic madness. But also, I've always loved do bags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, we can tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like romantic. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Dubac <laughs> went into much detail the on the Dubac. It was almost <laughs> taking <laughs> notes. But I mean, if you think, to me, like the Dubac is not to get too deep, but it's sure. symbolic of one of the best things about the original trilogy, which is that like you see Dubacs for like 0.5 seconds, right? You know what right. I mean? Like, if that, yeah. Just past them in the first. Obviously, the first cut. Sure. You know, it, just, it just pans past them. Like, and you're like, wait, what was that? Yeah, yeah. VHS, so you can't do no fancy edits to figure out what it is. It's yeah, just a right. goddamn blur in the background in the desert. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. You right. kind of stop it at the right moment, right? right. Like, but but that's, that's iconic. Yeah, like, yeah. It is. It is. Based on this, like, blur in the background. That's awesome. It's neat. It's awesome. And it was expanded so much, and and like, you just fell in love with it because, like, as we could tell, it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so but that happens all the time. Didn't you just uh, get called out for uh, for uh, Pablo for using Ithorians too much, like hammerheads? <laughs> <laughs> 
It was Matt. Matt. Oh. <laughs> I honestly, I really don't. I like authorities. I don't have a problem with it. doesn't? Them. You know, they're cool. But yeah. I didn't know I was obsessed with them. But apparently, <laughs> I was writing a draft of, actually, it was, I can say now, I couldn't when I tweeted because they hadn't been announced yet, the middle grade um, that I have coming out for the High Republic. Um, and I, I guess like I was I was just going over edits and they made notes in it and it, I, just, I just like anytime it was like someone pushes past someone in a crowd or there's like a bad guy approaching and I just needed a species I just kept grabbing Arthurian out of the <laughs> <laughs> Arthurians in the book and Matt finally was just like no speak basic like it's not even like an easy species to just have talking right. Person. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. We got a list that's of aliens we want you to incorporate in your next book. <laughs> Send it over. I'm always like, wait, which one? You know, I'll jump on the Wikipedia, which I don't think I'm supposed to say, but I'll do, I'll jump on the Wikipedia and be like, who do I want in this? You know, right. Just toss a Twi'lek awesome. or two in there. Right. Oh yeah, and look, there's plenty of them. There, there yeah, are. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Get to, we'll get to one in a minute. <laughs> yeah, right. we will. Yes, yeah, we so, will. I think um, so, my so, favorite um, species is. is Right now it's Doug. It always changes, but I love Doug's, man. Yeah, yeah. Boba, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, go ahead. That's all right. Nah, I was going to say, we're, we're always really uh, uh, talking about the, that process, the the, the story group and, and the authors and everybody else too. Now, when you get this book, are you given a certain set of things you have to do or you said just go for it and you go to them for help? Um, like, it's pretty vague. You get like a vague scenario. Right. So, well, with FactPub, you really just bring them what you want to do. And as long yeah. as it hasn't been taken yet, um, and I think by the time I got to them, everything had been taken, which is why I ended up with a random trooper. But I made it work. <laughs> but um, really made it work. Shot, um, they came with like a very basic sort of scenario that they wanted. I mean, the, the main points were that, because it, you know, it was coming out around solo, right? So it was like really about bridging like the Han that we know and love to the Han that we were about to meet. Right. Um, right. And it was that. The concept, so that was why I did so much time jumping and everything else. So, right. so you know, they bring a certain amount, but it's very, very open. Right on. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, because uh, I know we're, I don't want to take up too much time on it, but how about this part? We know the Empire version's coming up. Can you tell us anything about that? I saw you had a tweet. I think it's a Four Loman Zuckus story. Is that is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah oh. man. Uh, what, do you, what, what can you tell us? I don't want to get I, you in trouble. So I can tell you that there is an editor droid that makes comments in the sidebar of the story itself and is quite passive aggressive. Nice. I love that. Um, for love those that. of you who read Last Shot, um, the Parappa Cartel, which is yes. the little guys that have the the, buy, the big mech suits. Yep. yep. Moving. A whole, yeah, they're a whole like group, uh, gang group. Um, so the, the, it's the, it's one of, it's like, the, I think it's the nephew, no, the grandson of the one we meet of Mozin Parappa, Mozin. head of that, um, cartel. And, um, he's basically trying to write a puff piece about <laughs> Tuolam and Zuckus and it, it just goes violently wrong. <laughs> nice. And he's very, he's very obviously compromised because he's their rival cartel. Like they have beef So he shouldn't even be writing the story. <laughs> like the droid editor knows that and. You know, hilarity ensues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silent <laughs> story. It's very bloody. I was surprised they let me get away with all that. Like it? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, they're bounty hunters, We're man. Excited, I mean, you got yeah. it. You got it. And they go back to Free Rago's, the diner that's in Last Shot, which is like one yep. of my favorite diners. Awesome tie-in. Uh, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. I just was love like, the tie-ins. 
Yeah, I, I love it. That's yeah. the thing we uh, we really go off on, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is the tie-ins when you can get one book to touch into another, touch yeah. into another. That that's yeah. the cool stuff. And we're always the drag is when a movie or a show comes out, we're always looking for those tie-ins in there, and we really don't get them as much as we think we would. Bro, yeah. you're preaching to the choir. I don't know what yeah. to tell yeah, you. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, <laughs> if they would just tie more stuff in, like it, it would like it would make right the experience there. a whole lot better. Yeah, you know, because it'd be cool. The worst is when they don't tie into their own stuff. That they, yeah. <laughs> how, mu- how much time we got? Exactly. No. Time? <laughs> we're, we're, we're non-toxic here, but we can float that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can go. That's what I said. We're, we're constructively criticism, critic. We're, you know, criticizing. Uh, let me say this, though, because I think it's important. One thing I love about Star Wars is that we, we, we all have opinions about it. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Like, you can yeah. it. It does, to me, it's never felt like the kind of a um, world where in terms of like the creators where we're not allowed to have opinions, you know what I mean? Right. And that's what's actually so great about it. Like, um, I mean, people can question my love for Star Wars. They do all the time. Sure. Trolls, you know, and then, and then, then I have to dig up my picture of me at three years old playing yeah. Skywalker, but whatever, that's not, yeah, even, yeah, yeah. That's not <laughs> even a relevant credential. I just do that as a joke, but you know what I mean? At the end of the day, like yeah. if you love something, you can critique it. Yep. That's how it's like, yep. yeah. is the opposite of, of hate. It's actually like you, you love it. You critique it because you love it. Exactly. If I hated it, I would just give up and yep. walk away and you would never see another Star Wars story from me. I right. don't work on, you know, um, stuff that I, that I don't like. So right, I love right. It. Perfect. And there's, there's things I don't love about it. And I'm honest about those. And I think that's how most people carry themselves. Sure. Sure. That's what we talk about. We take it. We take what's good. Say even if it's a book we don't like or a movie we don't like. You take what's important out of it, the story, the lore. You put it in its place in the whole saga, and then you're good, and you move on. Yeah, you do. And the creators are in conversation with each other. You know what I mean? Like Dave Filoni took the prequel trilogy and turned it into something else entirely. Mm -hmm. And there's people that love the prequel trilogy, and there's people that love what he did with it, and there's people that love both. You know what I mean? Star Wars isn't less for that. Exactly, 100%. 100%. It's personal to you. Like you said, you have these pictures that you shouldn't have to, like, prove it to people because I'm like, I don't really care. You know, like, I like it. I put it on a shelf. This is gospel to me, right? You know, like, you know, and and it is what it is. And like Chris said, we pick pick the important parts and, like, this is what happened in in the series of events, you know, and, uh, and we have a lot of fun with it. So regardless of how it was told, right? There's nothing, honestly, there's nothing they can do anybody could do to make me not like you know uh, episodes four five and six you know the the holy trilogy right, you, right. nothing anybody could do to make me destroy those films so right, right disney can have episodes 15 16 to 20 or whatever and right. they can go off and kill everybody they want i right. still have that that's still personal to me exactly, exactly. yes absolutely you know? and i still love them all so yeah, exactly. whatever yeah. exactly yeah. no they're all good man i mean all right the worst <laughs> star wars movies better than anything else there that's we go there, there's <laughs> star wars yeah, and then there's everything, everything else in the world everything else yeah, so. <laughs> all right. Wait, let's uh let's switch gears over to last shot yeah. all right um before we do that though uh there's obviously a a difference since the disney uh, transition right and and tone in faces, we've seen the, the the whiteboards and everything, right? Things to be put in these stories. Not mentioning the dinosaurs. I mean the diversity, right? Oh, yeah. um, that, the dinosaurs is a joke. Do backs <laughs> when they say stuff like do backs of dinosaurs. Wrong. But totally but there's a lot more uh, focus on diversity and inclusion, and I think that's excellent because looking at your Twitter and, and everything else, okay, look at us. Uh, we're not exactly the the most diverse group of folks, right, in in the room, our podcast. But we're trying, right? So yeah. we want to learn more and get more, and we don't want always to see the yeah. old trilogy is very washed out. It's 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 us right now, right? A bunch of <laughs> and that's yeah. what that was. So yeah. getting more diverse, I want I want to talk about that. And and yeah. you've been important in that. And you wrote this book 
really, really well. And you included a lot of characters with a lot of different orientations, feelings, mm. views, and made it work, man. And that's the thing is, I, I didn't look at any of them and think, oh, this person is non Taka. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's look at Taka. Let's talk about that character for a minute. Yeah. It's, it's the pronouns, they, right? right? Everything. You've kept it very clear, but this character was an awesome add to the lore. Yeah, so you want to talk about Taka and, and how that yeah. came about? Um, I, I, Taka's one of my favorite characters. Like, I just love writing them, and I love the response that people have had. You know, mm. people have literally come up to me crying and made me cry, you know, just just to, to see themselves in, in, in Star Wars and, yeah. and thought that they would, you know. So that on its own was immensely gratifying. You know, at the end of the day, like, with diversity, the... Uh, there's there's two levels to it. It's almost like the balance piece that we talk about with Star Wars, right? It's like on the one level, yes, like there is a very clear for me mandate, you know, just as a human being to show the other human beings that I know to right. exist in the world in literature. And because literature in general and genre literature and sci-fi specifically has been so dramatically bad at that for so long, I feel like there's an added mandate. And those of us who are in responsibility and those of us who are creators now mm. to um, tip that balance back towards actually being balanced to some extent, you know, and on the other level. So like that is, you could say an agenda, you know, <laughs> if you felt like that sure. was the word that you wanted to use, whatever, it is, whatever you want to call it, I call it a responsibility. Right. Know, right. Honest. And that's the other piece is that, you know, when I look around at the people in my world, there are lots of different colors of people and there are lots of different genders. And that's just a fact, you know, so, and, and our job as writers is to tell the truth about the world, even when it's a galaxy far, far away. And that's what's always been so great about Star Wars is that it's done its best to tell the truth about the world. Right. It has always succeeded, you know, but yeah. it's, and, and that's, I think what we do is we keep trying. We don't always succeed, but we keep trying. So it, to me, it's that simple. It's just like, mm. there, there's all kinds of genders out there, you know, in this right. world. So there would be in that world Absol too. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Even more so. it, yeah. yeah, it makes total right. sense. Why would anybody argue it in, in yeah. a galaxy far, far away, much less even, even here, right? right? So they do. It's been a... a no, I, I, oh, they, they, oh, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. Where we are. We've had discussions on this show, too. It's not like... I, I can't play innocent and, and say I've never said, oh, why are we doing this or that? Just wondering, sure. right? Sure. That's sure. why I wanted to, to commend yeah. that piece because... Again, as I'm learning and getting better, that whole book right there was one of those entire, it was the exact exact example I was talking about where it can be done, perfect, everybody's included, it's a great story, the characters are are, are engaging, I want to know yeah. more, and I want to, I've, I've gone through this book probably six times, Daniel. Oh, shit. And I, I enjoy it, I, I enjoy the characters in the story, just like I would do a, a TV show or a movie, I, I do that with my, my buds and I, I go through books. That's so cool. Um Oh, man, let me tell you, just to jump off the subject, it's a huge stress relief, man. I, if I walk around, I'm doing my yard or I'm doing something, I'm going shopping, I'll put them in, listen to a book, listen yeah. to you do last shot with me while you're getting to voice your own voice in your own book. Yeah. is is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a Jan so awesome. uh, January Lavoie and Mark Thompson also. Which yeah. was, it was a great combination of the three of you. Okay, yeah. I, let me ask you that. Let me just jump jumping around all over. Yeah, no, I don't. How'd that come up? Do you get to pick who's going to do your audio version? Like, did you say, I want to do... Uh, the young Lando and the uh, January Lavoie. Oh no, you did Han, right? I did, Han. I did young and, Han. And January Lavoie did Lando, and then Mark Thompson did the older version of both. I thought the January um, choice was first of all, she's great, but it was so clever because the, that twist at the end, spoiler alert, you know. But yeah. when it, it really feels like L three was kind of telling the story the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I love that they picked her because it kind of like insinuates that a little bit, so it really clinches at the end. But and then Mark, of course, is just a genius. Like he's an actual. He's boy. great. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, they're both really great. I, I mean, so I had told, I think I told them, I did the audiobooks from my um, urban fantasy series. I have right here, Bone Street Roomba. 
So these are this is my first series actually, um, and I did all the audiobooks for that. So oh. I had a cred to my name, and so I basically just told my agent to tell them that for the Fact Pop story, um, I'd be happy to do that. And so they were like, "Cool." So then nice. they already knew that I knew what I was doing. Um, so it was good. Uh, yeah, so that was really fun. But yeah, you don't get a say in it. I just let them know I'm available. You know, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Do the, <laughs> I didn't do this Fact Pop story, which is fine because I'm actually really excited to see what they did. It's going to be cool. Nice. Right. It, it's neat to hear it um, the way you you narrate it in your voice versus say Mark doing the older ones. I know it should be different because they've grown in that time. Right? right. But do you think it's, it's neat that you can like when you text somebody, nobody ever gets my inflection when I'm, I'm emailing or texting. I, right. I, I say, I wish I could have said that in my own voice. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do you get a kick out of that? Like this is oh, exactly man. how I wrote it. It's so it's just, it's that it's the sound effects. It's the fact that Mark literally sounds exactly like the people that he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It makes it so iconic. And you're just like, Oh, it's really it's like, <laughs> so good. Yeah. That, that part was great. The music in the background too has yeah. got to be. Oh my god! The music every. Uh, so yeah, yeah. We, we actually tr really try to get more people turned on to audiobooks than than I've known of, uh, from other podcasts. When not just because of the theatrical experience, the epicness of it, and that the goosebumps that you get from audiobook. Yes, you get them on the on the you're reading sometimes, but it's just night and yeah. day difference. And you guys have listened to the Cavs um, Dooku, right? The audio drama. Yes. yes. Oh, I'm, yes. Gonna, I'm, I'm trying to get him on next. I'm going to try to get Kevin on. Next. I'll let him know I had fun. Nice. Oh, right on. Oh, Thank sweet. You. Oh, wow. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, the Dooku book is is pretty yeah. sick. Goes great with Master and Apprentice, right? Back yeah. to back. Oh. And, and yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll talk to him about that concept too, how it was just a radio play in, instead. That was awesome. Um, so now how about, how about Lando and L3's relationship? You got to dig into that uh, uh, quite a bit. So... We know that they're obviously more than just partners, less than a couple. I mean, where, where do you, how do you play that off? How much information did you get on that? And what, how much fun did you have with that relationship? Actually, it was, it, you know, I didn't get, I read the script, but it wasn't entirely clear to me that there was that romantic subtext um, from the script for whatever reason. I, I was reading it in a hurry and there was a life-size Ahsoka next to me while I was reading it. And so I was distracted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, I was in your head the just keeps turning. Area, so I was very. I was just like, I was sort of like in heaven. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And um, and I only had like a couple hours to read it, so it was a fast read. But anyway, um, uh, yeah. To me, it was actually more with them about because also that's a book where you know Lando is in a later section finding the love of his life, right? Right. 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 Yeah. So the three relationship was really more about looking at their partnership and friendship and just seeing like how well they work together, how deeply she understands him. Mm -hmm. And also like how she's kind of saving his ass over and over again and like figure, including all the way into the present tense. Like, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. All those levels of like L3, to me, like the genius of L3 is that she's not just a rabble rouser, she's an organizer. Right. And, yeah. and what I love about her and her portrayal, um, the little that we got, is that um, it's very easy to have like the activist stereotype character who's just like, oh, right. I'm angry. Oh, right, right, right. You know, like, and it, it's flat. It's a cartoon. It doesn't. And they didn't do that with her. They made her really complex, mm. um, which made her die and suck even more in a way. But I was so glad that we got this little bit of a character who's really interested right. in dealing with, you know, the complexity of drawing rights in a complex way and has a complex love and relationship with a human, um, you know, with an organic. So yeah. to me, it was also about playing that off Faisal and how wrong he, how much he misunderstands droid rights. And his concept of like basically entering into a community and telling them what to do to get free by by taking control of them, right? <laughs> like, right. What is that? Um, and so that, those were really like contrasting ideas that were kind of happening throughout the book. 
Um, but I do, I just love her. It's just, it, with Lando, it's just how deeply she gets him. And right. he gets yeah. her. And, yeah. And that's what that friendship is about to me. No, it, it's fantastic. And I, I love her more after after this book than even in the in the movie. So uh, again, that's ooh. what the books do, right? They, they yeah. enhance. They yeah. enhance it. Uh, speaking of enhancing, you got to dig in deep on Lando and Han there too about about Cloud City, and that's one of those things where you've got history since 1980, right? That's so um, awesome about him getting frozen and Lando doing it and him feeling bad. You got to dig into that, so yeah. talk about that. And now that's a that's a huge piece of the lore that we we're talking about, right? That is right. Now, this is how Lando and Han dealt with this and how they felt. Go ahead and talk about. Yeah, that. I mean they never get a chance to in the movie, which I understand. Like the movie's not about that, right? And they clearly have conversations outside, off screen, whatever we can assume. Um, so you know, I don't knock the movies for that at all. I just felt like it's such a huge thing that happened between them, and we don't really know how it played out. We don't know if they ever talked with it. You know, the the, the fact is, a lot of us have friendships that we don't <laughs> we don't deal with that shit. Yeah, right, right, right. 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 I wanted them to deal with it and, and I wanted them to, to get it off their chest and like be honest about it and both recognize that they were in an impossible situation, you know? And I think that's at the end of the day, like we can pick sides if we want, but like Lando didn't really have any choices that were good. And he saved a lot of people, even though he didn't save one of our favorite people. Right. You know? right. But he arguably also saved the rebellion by doing it. Correct. So it's very complex, which is why it works so well. Why it's such a great movie. And I think, over time, it's turned into like, oh, Lando betrayed him. And it's like, it's, yeah. so, it's so deeper than that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For that one split and second. You did. But then watch the rest of the film. Right. But you got context that he was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you got deep into it and Lando's feelings about it and him not being able to, he's all, you don't get to get over it. It's okay. You know, I get yeah. it. Right. I screwed up. But, and I, I it's, yeah. what a great conversation. I mean, it's just one of those yeah. things where you can see in real life happening and you put it into the galaxy far, far away with two characters. We love their scoundrels, by the way, right. but they're still dudes, right? And they're friends. Right. I mean, the yeah. first time you see, they see each other, Lando pops them in the head. Right. right. And that's the first thing, but they're just dudes and they're guys and they're scoundrels. And you just, you played them perfectly. You played them you. out, you know, that was the moment when I was like, I'm sorry, were you going to say something? No, um, go ahead. No, no. Okay. Nope. That was the moment I knew the book was going to work was when I, had that image of the of Lando showing up on his balcony at, at sunrise right. for no reason right. and punching him in the face. And I'm right. like, if I can get to that moment in the first chapter, yeah. this book is gonna be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. And you had him and you had to smoke a cigar as by by sundown. Right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's as that's friends friend. do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially those types of friends. Right. And it's such a cool opportunity if you think about it, because like they are characters, again to Star Wars credit, those are two characters who um, I think in any other movie, we just kind of blend into each other. Right. Like they're both scoundrels. They both have sordid pasts. They're both kind of like, ah, I don't really care about anything. And then they both end up caring a lot about something and changing right. because yeah. of it. Yep. They have similar arcs, but the differences are fascinating. And they are very different. Like Lando knows how to dress. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yes. I'm it. And like that actually matters. Like yeah. it's to their different, deeper selves in ways, which is why we get moments with both of them getting dressed. And like we see like what that's like internally for them. In different ways at different times Perfect. in their lives, you know. And like, but they're they're so different, and those differences are so interesting. Yeah. And that and the way that those play out then in their friendships and relationships and love lives, like yeah. it's all there. It's just like a playground. And I think that's where your writing fits this book more than anybody else's that I could tell, right? Because the way you have fun, the way you have um, more of a terrestrial tone sometimes, the way you play Han and and Lando, and even the getting dressed and the <laughs> Lando's getting dressed was. A, a hint of a bulge yeah. and a butt and all this stuff. I mean, you, you write that. They really, let me keep that. I couldn't yeah. believe they let me keep the bulge. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. You, and you've obviously got him and Kasha 
knocking around. I mean, it's, it, you got to write a lot of cool stuff that most people wouldn't be able to, number one, go for it, and number two, get away with, because you made it all work again. It wasn't yeah. explicit. It wasn't, you know, right. or it was it was perfect. Again, you Very just close put to out. Explicit. There's definitely close. a butt, or two butts. <laughs> two butts. Human butt and Twilight butt. Right, right. right. <laughs> right. right. I told you, I, I've listened to it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you, you listened to it a couple of times this week alone, didn't you? I, I, did. I prep, man. I prep. <laughs> I wanted to do Shadow Shaper, but I knew I wanted to go through this, man. I was like, okay, I'm going to get this. Anika Noni Rose, who's the princess from The Princess and the Frog, mm-hmm. she does the Shadow Shaper audiobooks, all of them. Awesome. And oh, wow. There's two novellas that come in the middle of the trilogy. And like, she kills it. Wow. Like, nice. Amazing. Yeah. Nice. Well, there's going to be a lull after High Republic, and I'm going to go ahead and catch up on everything after that for a minute. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I, I know you're up on time, Daniel, so I don't want to take too much, but I want to see. Here you go. We're having fun. It's all right. Oh, all right. right on. Right. I'm gonna keep going then. All right. <laughs> uh, I, I was skipping pages of questions. Let me, let me just let's just uh, let's get let's get it basic though, okay? Yeah. Um, which character is your favorite to write out of everybody? Oh, shoot. Well, oh, so far, right? Because there's so far. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is I'm having a really good time with these OCs I get to come up with. For, yeah. You know, and that's okay. That's another level, but that's also that's different, right? Because it's people that you made up, so you're you know. But right. it is also really Fresh cool. start. Yeah working with characters that other people made up in the room with you. And so that's really fun. But in terms of like, I, I, I have to say, I, I really enjoyed like young reckless Han because he was, he was exactly that just young and reckless. Yeah. You know what I mean? like right. Writing that way was really fun because I was young and reckless once. And I got to remember that and just like <laughs> that, that messed up relationship that he has with Sana and like, oh, yeah. like what a yeah. disaster he is. And like, she's got it so together. Yeah. And like, convinced that she's in love with him <laughs> not yeah like, that was just that was really fun for me also because i love um Maz's castle and just having her in there and everything so like yep. it was such a reckless um part of the story and it just was like chaotic and like they lose at the end you know what i mean like it's just disaster and then the underworld like a, a part of star wars is just oh it's like it's totally my happy place you know? absolutely is my favorite scene yeah yeah it's neat because uh, again it's not easy to make it feel Star Wars when there's no Jedi, no Force, no right. anything like that. And you right. went, again, scoundrels, you need Han and stuff, right? In, in the galaxy, not everybody's a Jedi. Right. No force involved. I think you maybe mentioned Force once or twice, right? Yeah. The whole time, and they were clowning it when they did it. So, <laughs> yeah. it was, it's pretty rad to be able to do that and, and, and get it that way. Were you worried about not having any Jedi talk or anything like that? A little bit. Not worried so much as, like, I kind of wanted to get some in there just because I, I think it's cool. <laughs> but I was right. also like, you know, it doesn't fit. Like, there, there's nowhere to put it in yeah. and it works. So yeah, it, it might derail the whole what exactly. you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because you, it, it, it didn't all seem forced. Uh, pun, and, uh, pun intended. Oh, yeah, no. but it, 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 would, it would seem a little bit like, oh, they just threw that in there just to have, you know. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. No. Definitely. So, talking about Jedi, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be as careful as I can here for you. All right? You got High Republic coming out. We saw, yeah. it, we saw it coming, and I've seen a picture of you guys are getting to work on Yoda, right? Yeah, yeah. How's how's that? I mean, that's got to be pretty cool to get into an era of Yoda <laughs> that we've yeah. never seen before. Yeah, I say what you can. I, if people, get, I keep have, trying to figure out a reasonable answer to this question. It's like, all I, can say is like I haven't I haven't come up with one. It's like the coolest thing ever. Um, I feel like any fan could almost just whatever you imagine, like how cool it is, it is that cool. Like it's like writing Yoda is like every time I type the word Yoda on the page, I'm just like, oh, right, Yoda, baby. Yeah, that's young, sprout, seven hundred year old Yoda. Yeah, 
And so is is it um, how how do you get into the the cadence of his the rhythm of his voice? Is it is it a challenge? It's really hard, but the good part is I don't have to worry about it that much because of story groups. <laughs> it's like people who really know how it works, and they're like, actually, the verb would go over here. Gotcha. And then, nice. Great. And then I just hit agree. And then <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. How much collaboration do you do? You mentioned Kevin Scott, right? I saw you guys tweet together because you're working on High Republic. Yeah. How much are you guys like in a Zoom meeting like this? And do you go around and start talking about stuff? Or Yeah, we talk like regularly, like many times a month. And we have a Slack where we talk a lot of trash and just have a great time. And- nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> have to. Yeah. Well, that I mean, makes us happy too because that's neat that everybody. You know, trash. Yeah. <laughs> Not even be a fly on the wall during those conversations. Like, it's actually really great for writing, like literally today. I was like, oh, I'm writing a scene on the starlight and uh, who's like the Jedi in charge or whatever at this moment, you know? And like three different people who were writing stuff in that era in that moment jumped in and were like, oh, it's this guy and or that person or whatever, thing, thing, thing. And it's like, so as much as I love looking at the Wikipedia, it's so much cooler just to like grab yeah. a writer like, yeah. in the chat and be like, hey guys, what's happening over here? You yeah. know, like, you've got you've got a living Wikipedia right there. Wikipedia. Yeah. Especially because they're better at remembering that stuff than I am. <laughs> will you go? Will you go and kind of reference movies a lot? Like, will, will you have time and, and and maybe watch a movie and kind of go, "Oh, I never picked up on that," and then that's something that to, to write in your your notes some in some oh, way. Yeah, totally. I mean, just like to look for new, you know, just creatures in the background and like celebrities and all that. I just rewatched um, TFA like last week, um, and I don't. What's interesting is I really don't rewatch many movies. I mm-hmm. don't enjoy it um, for whatever reason. But stop. Excuse me, Star Wars is the exception. Yeah, yeah. Right. Always. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, exactly. No. And that's usually how I rank them, actually, when I would just put them on randomly. Like you said you put on TFA. TFA is my uh, my favorite of the sequels because it's the one I'll pop on randomly. If I'm not at home, bored, feeling sick, whatever, I'm popping on Force Something Awakens. About right? it. it's yeah, I, it grabs. It does. It, it's, a, it's refreshing. It's refreshing. It's like, it. I remember seeing it when it came out. And opening week, and I just remember feeling like, wow, like they did it, like they cracked it, they figured out how to bring us back into the world without being overly nostalgic mm-hmm. and without just like relying too heavily on fan service, but letting us know that this world is lived in and that there's history. And it was yeah. that moment when we see in the background all the downed um, Star Destroyers, you know, on Jack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just felt so like, wow, this is a world that's aware of its own history in such a deep way, but doesn't have to throw it in our face. Right. Right. Like, and then the whole movie just evoking the original trilogy without like overdoing it and still right. really feel like its own thing. Like it's so fresh and all. We fell in love with so many characters off that one movie. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like so many. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. I, I love that. As as I, I do think it was um, almost poetic mirror of like a new hope. You know, it did. Ha- and actually, yeah. of all the, the original trilogy just thrown in there. Um, I always have this kind of discussion with the guys and other people. I'm like, um, someone says, well, they did that because they want to refresh or they want to reintroduce new character, new people. Right. And I'm and I'm like kind of opposite of that sentiment. I'm kind of like. Star Wars doesn't need to introduce new fans. They could just watch four, five, and six, and then continue a story, or right. you know, uh, yeah. to to kind of like do anything. Because I I did think TFA had a little bit of uh, the New Hope over undertone, I guess, like the the, yeah, the sequence totally. of events. You know, we had a cantina, yeah, yeah, we had you know, but at the same time, you're right. There's something where when when they introduced Kylo Ren, Ray. Mm-hmm. Poe, Poe, and even though Poe was supposed to die in TFA too originally, and then they wrote right. him out. So, I like I said, we even see Kylo Ren as the best character that came out of the sequel trilogy. I one hundred percent. I think so. Wow. Yeah. I. Huh. I mean that his I love Kylo. 
his thing was opposite, right? There was a light always pulling him, and he wanted to stay dark. When every other Jedi that went dark was always, you know, the the dark trying to pull him, and they're trying to stay light. You know, it's always an it was an opposite thing. He going was the on. opposite, wanting to be bad. Yeah, you he know? wanted to be bad so bad that he was yeah. even told Snoke, "I feel it again." The light pulling towards or right. telling the ashes right. of, of Vader, like, "Show me again why I'm going this path." You know, so yeah. I thought he was the the best. So uh, what I'm trying to get at is like a lot of times, like the characters overpower some of those tones in the movie that that are mimicking things to make it like oh that was just a a, a new hope ripoff but you know i've heard people say that too right because of the sequence yeah. of events i think the characters overpower that i agree and, and it's like i think it's baldwin who james baldwin who said history doesn't repeat but it rhymes yeah um and and well, even george like, lucas said that that like when he was doing oh, the prequels he was like it's right. poetic they rhyme Right, you know, right, like exactly. the Phantom Menace, how how the end where he had four, you know, three battles going on at once. It rhymes with what Return of the Jedi, how it, you know, totally, yeah, yeah. yeah no, absolutely. All right, let's. Um, is there anything else about High Republic at all? Because I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to try to get you in trouble at all. Yeah. Right, Daniel, but the, is there anything the else? You is like, I forget. It's really hard to keep track of what we've revealed and what we haven't. Right. Like, uh, I know today we did the Padawan drop, which was really cool. Yeah, yeah. saw that right. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, but I don't even think there was that much new information. It was like concept art. Um, I think we might have met some new characters. I can tell you that Lula Talisola is the lead, one of the lead characters in the IDW Adventure series. I can tell you that the IDW Adventure series is going to be really cool. Like, nice. it's cool. about to be. It's. Um, I, I'll say that as the creator, I went into it with really epic storytelling in mind. Right. Um, in line with Star Wars and the Star Wars that we know and love, you know, so it's a really big arc that really that's, spans. Yeah, that's that's cool. I, I just want to kind of yeah. touch on that because um, yeah. what we've got is a bunch of concept art, and we got the little blurb about Yoda's background and what we're going to see on Yoda as far as uh, it, it, the, the, the verb or the blurb that I remember was we're going to see Yoda doing Yoda things, teaching, being a mentor, <laughs> you know, doing stuff. And, yes, there might be some action and stuff. Um that it gives me like i said without all that like i said as as uh being on this side of it not knowing anything other than the the concept art and what we're going to be you know seeing visually in a couple of little excerpts um we've always wondered like okay but is there is there going to be that star wars event that's so critical and so life-threatening that everything has to fall in place for things to get to where we are 200 years you know fast forward to the the uh like the, the Jedi Council and what we got in Phantom Menace, right? That's the question. You don't have to answer. I'm just saying this is the this is the questions that we have in our heads. Like, what is is just what? Tell could, us everything. Yeah, yeah. I almost said, yeah, we know everything. Go ahead, tell us what you know. You know, we know everything. But, no. Let's see if you're right. Yeah, see if you. Let's see if you matched what we've said. Yeah. We'll just hit pause and you can, you know. This is a test. Uh, I will say, not, I won't answer that question, obviously. Yeah. But I'll say that um, what's cool about Yoda right now is, like, Yoda's in the field. Cool. Like, he's in the field with the Padawans. He's not on Coruscant. Right, he's right. Like working, like, like out there doing the work with the kids. Nice. <laughs> Yoda's doing awesome. Yoda things. That's what I was, yeah. Yeah, he's out there doing Yoda things. Like, he's, um, and he's just, he's out there. Like, he's a journeyman, and he's in the thick of, of cool. everything going on cool cool um, awesome. that's one really cool thing about yoda and it's nice. also cool to have these padawans like this was something i actually wasn't totally sure they were gonna let me get away with but it's a crew of padawans out in the world together and some <laughs> of their masters are most of their masters are back on the starlight and they're just out like there's a there's some people in charge of them but 
Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a sleepover party with a bunch of Padawans <laughs> going around nice. on a gap year. <laughs> nice, you know, nice. Just trying to have some Padawan adventures, and they do. Nice. Okay, <laughs> so cool. All right. Awesome. Well, I can't wait. That's uh, yeah. coming. Yeah. Is, is that coming January? Yours, yours too? Is all of it hitting January? February. 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 Okay. I'm, I'm not allowed to announce the artist officially, but he is incredible. Oh, nice. Awesome. <laughs> it sucks when you can't announce I know, stuff. Right? Like, right? Yeah. Like, come on. That's, that's coming up, I think. Right on. Nice. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye out. Absolutely. So to end this, Danny, we're going to play a quick round of uh, just line talk. Just talk to you a couple of things. We already asked you, you know, a, a little bit, but... Um, Let's see. Favorite, you said favorite Star Wars film out of all of them. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Right on. How about non-Star Wars? What do you dig when you're not watching Star Wars? Uh, ooh, ah, hmm. I've been, recently, I've been watching Fargo. I love that show. Okay. Um, uh, I think one of my favorite movies of all time is The Godfather. Um, one and two. Wow. We don't speak of three. You hear that, Joey? Awesome. <laughs> Godfather. <Yeah. laughs> Joey uh, likes he likes mob movies, but he doesn't he he won't watch Godfather. I'm like what? Yeah. what? <laughs> I won't watch it. It's just I can't stay awake long enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you, you this is like the... a good, are you a Goodfellas fan? Is that what? Oh, it is? definitely. That's what he is. Yeah, uh, he's the seventies, eighties mob versus the nineteen yeah. fifties and forties. Right. 30s, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah. I love. Uh, there's a lot of anime I love. Uh, recently, Cowboy Bebop is just a classic. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop. So good. Nice. Um, and then I've been uh, playing a lot of um, Switch in, during these quarantine days. Um, yeah. So that, you know. Um, Smash uh, Brothers, or what are you playing Switch? Breath Zelda? I'm, I'm Zelda. I, yeah. yeah, I just got it recently. So Nice, nice. Um, and then I'm catching up on Assassin's Creed because I never there you played go. Um, you know, so I just, I also love pirates. So I've been, cool. <laughs> been playing Black Sails and uh, yeah. nice. Black Flag and watching Black Sails. And, right. Um, yeah, so right man, on. all that stuff. These books behind me are something that I've been reading. Ah, Ghost Squad. For those of you that have kids, Ghost Squad by Claribel Ortega is amazing. All right. That's all a right. Good book. Yeah, it's a middle grade. Um, really good. And yeah. Oh, and then wait, let me off myself. This is coming out in uh, February. It's called Flood City. And. I, you know, they really made that kid look like John Boyega. I didn't tell them. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I did see that. I, honestly, I did see that um, and looking you up and stuff, and I saw that cover, and I was like, eh. I know. I know. <laughs> it's so funny because he looked even more like the kid is in the book. He's overweight. He's a fat kid. Uh-huh. And like, it's something that like, he thinks about a lot and is real and important to him. And they just, the kid, the kid that they got looked even more like John Boyega. And I kept being like, you have to make him larger. Like, yeah. <laughs> one of the points of like, this kid's. Story is just you know. Uh, <laughs> so he, they they made him a little bigger, and he still looks just like Bob. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> he can't get away from it now. Now that's all no, you're no. gonna see. But anyway, it's, it's a really it's a middle grade book. It's for kids, cool. and it, it is it is it is people who like Star Wars. It's very up their alley. It's awesome. Uh, basically, oh, the, nice. the last that's city on Earth after floods have taken over, and it's a group of kids that are trapped there and just living their lives. And then the the chemical barons, who are the people that caused the floods. And they went to space when it happened. Mm. Now come back and they try to get the city. So they love it. Oh, wow. Love That's, it. Love dystopian books. What's like going to happen and how it's going to happen? And I wrote this book 10 years ago, actually. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. I wrote it way back when I was just starting out as a writer. I'd written Shadow Shaper. I was waiting for it to something to happen with it and getting rejected 40 times. Right. Waiting for that 41st person. person. Yeah. And, yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> well, let me write another book. Damn. <laughs> So, there you go. Awesome. Nice. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Now, I think you said it earlier. We're going, uh, favorite character, Star oh, Wars. Ooh. Um, actually, Dr. Afra. 
Dr. Afro. All right. Oh, nice. Nice. Love it. That's like, not that's wow. not a common answer at all. No, it isn't. No. The best, man. She is the best. Like Chris, what you were saying about like listening to stuff is kind of like relaxation. Like I do that with Dr. Afro. Nice. Like. Nice. Uh, oh, so I, I binge them. I, I collect yeah. all the comics, and I'll I'll just sit down. I'll pick up a Afro comic. I'll start reading, yeah. and next thing I know, I've gone through yes, ten of them. I know, and and that's again like yeah. I don't reread stuff, but that's one that I reread because it's so good. Yeah, but I really oh. love all the Star Wars comics. Like it's really my yeah. Happy. I yeah. love Charles and stuff. Um, I love um, just it's just so good. Like oh yo, it's great work. Yeah, awesome. So, are you uh, original, prequel, or sequel? Um, original. Okay. Yep. Although okay. Of the prequels, uh, now I'm gonna uh, get. I'm gonna, here we go. This is the normal question I ask everybody. <laughs> okay. Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones? Attack of the Clones. What? Whoa! Oh, Chris, you, you scored the first one. one. Yeah. <laughs> You're now yeah. my favorite person ever. Really? You're the only the one. Phantom Menace over Attack of the Clones. Well, they do. No, well, no, no, don't say they. Now, Chris, uh, the, you came time. up with this thing saying like Attack of the Clones has got more of of, of the prequel trilogy. He said it's got more of the of epic of meat of the story and the epic events of the sequence events that happen. More reveals, more everything in that. And I that say thing. no, that's not true. But see, but you never said Attack of the Clones versus uh, Revenge of the Sith because I think Revenge of the Sith has. The, but I'm not arguing that one. Exactly, but see, second best. But if you're doing one and two, <laughs> when it comes to story, you're 100 percent right. Attack of Clones has got the Star Wars story, you know. But uh, I, you know, for me, it's like um, it's, it's Jar Jar. I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, God bless Ahmed Best. That yeah. guy's amazing. But the character itself. Oh yeah, you know, it takes you out of it. it yeah, that's safe. But it's, also, uh, you know, young like kid, kid Anakin, I just don't um, connect to. No, and the pod race was too damn long. The pod race is like an hour. <laughs> There's a dog in it, and that's what saves it. So Boba saves the pod race. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Dog in my um, fact pop story, who's like a, a grizzled old dog, <laughs> and, and um, that's all I'm going to say. Ah, there you go. Oh. Right on. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, okay, Chris. You got that. Right. You, you got yeah. one for today. You got one, Chris. <laughs> you got one. Who are these people saying that the best is, is the better movie? I'm confused. Anybody we've ever had on, including Mark, right? Including Dominic Pace. You know what it all comes down every, to is the, is the duel of fates. That, that's what it comes down it really to. Is. Everybody yeah. judges Phantom Menace on the 15-minute ending. That's really it's what it is. It's one of my least favorite duels in Star Wars. Really? It wow. is. It is. Sir, what are you oh, doing? Now I need to know what your what what's your favorite duel in Star Wars. Like, you know, yeah. I just had this conversation on a Discord yeah. uh, like yesterday. Um I think the I think the throne room in TLJ. Yes. 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 Um I think the throne room in ROTJ is my second favorite, maybe. Return Return Jedi, Luke Vader time uh, uh, uh round two is the yeah. most to me, that's the epic it's That's so the time changing. It's emotional. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's you got it, it's. Yes. I get goosebumps even just thinking about it. Yeah. So. Also, time, yeah. Another classic, which we all know, you know, is the the Maul Obi Wan rematch in Rebels. The oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I don't Three care how short fight. it was. The it chess was match. Like chess <laughs> match. Yeah. Kurosawa. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about it. Also, I feel like we sleep on one just because it's so recent. But Maul versus Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Oh God. One. Right. No. That. Yeah. 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 That's, oh, that's a real good one. The, um, the music. Yeah. The effects, yeah. like the, the acrobatics, like all of that. For me, I'll be very honest with you. That that last duel in um, episode one, like 
it doesn't work for me because emotionally I don't feel it. Like it doesn't feel mm -hmm. earned. I don't, you know, like I don't feel like they they gave us what we needed to know about Maul to really. Yeah, I, I, I agree right. with you on that. Now we know. Yeah, yeah. that's how, he's just a henchman, really. Yeah, like he's, yeah. He's just a henchman. Daniel, and so, Daniel, I bought before Phantom Menace came out. I had a Darth Maul jersey. I paid a hundred bucks for it. I had shirts, socks, toys. I said, this guy's going to carry us all the way to the trilogy. And then you're right. going to have a Vader Maul duel at the end to get the right hand of the Emperor. Killed him off. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get a tattoo. One line. Yeah. But but to see what they did with him, brilliant. Like Exactly. Yeah. Not yeah. Enough, yeah. Vader Mall um duel would have been really cool. Yeah, that's that's what Chris it's and I really with three theory craft. Oh, yeah. And, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we almost got it in the Ahsoka versus versus Maul fight, maybe because Ahsoka was trained by Anakin. Okay. So well, I mean that's, that's what, about as close as you can get. Reach, that's what Maul was that's what Maul was trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got the Ahsoka Vader duel, which is also one of the oh, it is. Yes. Well, the Palpatine Savage Maul yeah. fight also in the Clone incredible. Wars. That well, one was. This is too. what you have to do. If you tell, if you say, if you ask anybody favorite duels, you have to say live action or or animation <laughs> because because really yeah because uh, you know the Emperor's Maul and Savage is just epic it's to epic. me. I, you know what I mean? You know, and I emotional. Like a, a good comparison is like the end of Empire that duel in the um in the chamber. Yeah, you know, which is like not. You know, yeah, he does like a backflip, but the choreography isn't like stupid, 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 right, right, right. But right. like the emotion of it is so strong, and yeah. Luke is so messed up by the end, and right. like he's sweaty, right. dirty, and a disaster. He's missing a hand. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, feel it. Whereas, like you know, when it's Maul, Obi Wan, and Qui Gon, like they, they, they just—it all feels very choreographed. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't feel that emotion until that one thing happens. Yeah, yeah. And so it just doesn't like, even though they're doing amazing leaps and bounds and like, yeah, all that. It doesn't click in the same way. Yeah, I, I, I um, I've never rated Duel of Fates up there in my top. It's always been the Luke Jet. It's always been like original trilogy stuff because yeah. it's again more emotional and stuff. And I, I do get the choreographic. You know, that's the that's the problem with the prequels: over CGI'd, over choreographed, over you know, like the real wooden acting. Or I wouldn't say it was the direction. It could have been a whole bunch of things. But on paper, they're brilliant movies. I really, I mean, we look at it like. If you read the book, yeah. If you read the uh, book, they're out there, brilliant I'm, all the time. They're, they're great <laughs> movies. We will never, we will never disregard those movies at all. But I love looking at them as like the historical documents. Oh yeah, like, again, yeah, gospel, right? We, we put them on a yeah. shelf as <laughs> exactly. Revenge of the Sith, like for giving us all those moments of Order sixty six. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, that alone is like yeah. it's so cool from just a sure. historical Star Wars point of view. Yep, um, I love that. You know, yeah. Utapau and everything, and like it's got yeah. its place, man. It does. Yeah. 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 No. Right on. Hey, uh, so, you know what? You're a big fan, so I'm going to ask you this. Yep. Uh, I, I can tell. I always worry because um, if somebody's on, I don't know how far to take it, but I can tell you're you're well versed here. Uh -oh. So with Ahsoka's last last arc, right? Where do you think that would place her in top Jedi that we've seen so far? Okay. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, she. Who else has like fought Vader to a standstill? Mm, I mean, I don't know if you could say she defeated him. Actually, you know who defeated Vader? Doctor Afra. Look at did you. Did y'all read that comic? Yes. She outvadered Vader. So <laughs> multiple times, not for nothing. So I'm just saying, she's not right. the greatest Jedi, but no one else has done that. Like literally, nobody else has it took Vader to take himself out, basically, is what happened. That's the uh -huh. only way anyone took him out. So I feel like that alone puts Ahsoka at the top. 
Yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah. That's where I have her. I, I, yep. I basically she's more Jedi than any Jedi we've seen no. after that last arc for yeah. not killing she, the clones and everything. Maul, right? Like yeah. Right. Well, there's and she's not even a full Jedi, right? Right. Nope. There's right. there's two moments of the entire Star Wars canon as we know it today. There's two moments that make the most Jedi thing ever. Um, one is Ahsoka's not killing the clones, right? Just, she says, I'm not going to be the one to do it. Ooh, that was And, yeah, and yeah. Luke's sacrifice at the end of Retru- uh, Last Jedi. Yeah. Him projecting himself, yeah. sacrificing that. Yes, that is also one of the greatest lightsaber duels of all time. I think yes. so. And it wasn't really a duel, but I mean, it was still... It was and just... he wasn't even there! Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. He phoned it in! Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so wild about it. Yeah, that I keep was... thinking about how like, and this let's not let's not talk about Rise of Skywalker for a second. Yeah, but just like if you know that moment in TLJ where they call for help. Yeah, like what if like we went from that moment to the moment in Rise of Skywalker where everyone shows just up, just came in, yeah, and then, that, and then we just kept going like. That would be the greatest duology of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. We were all I, TLJ together. Those movies are in such deep conversation, and yeah. like they, I know that like there's beef or who knows. I don't know anything about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Just, everyone <laughs> says there's beef, whatever. Who knows exactly. what? Those movies are like talking to each other, and they're they're yeah. like arguing with each other in a really interesting way, and like and like things are happening, and they're fulfilling that you know, and like we get yeah. the snow moment where they're taking out a big bad. Because at that point he was a big bad, right? Yeah. Right. So we have all those great beats of like a finale yeah. in TLJ, yeah. Except that the folks don't show up, yeah. And like, to me, like if you just cut and pasted, that would be such an epic duality. Yeah, I, I was waiting for Lando or somebody to answer. Yeah. I was really waiting for that moment. Look, of that's that. not a knock on any of those movies. Like, no, it, it, you're, you're right. Work, There's you know, always like, yeah, yeah. I just I really love how much those movies are in conversation. I think that's such a cool thing, and yeah. they're really different. And yeah, they're like you know the empire beats are kind of like the rhyme to empire happens and sure. rhyme to new hope. You, that's the middle act. You always have to have something in dire yeah. straits that you can't leave the characters on a happy note because yeah. then there's where do you go from there? You got to right. You got yeah. Right. You know. I mean, you're a writer. You know this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but those are, those are just two. They're just really great movies. And just, yeah, like, I, I yeah. Like I agree. All right, two easy ones here. Who's the uh, better pilot, Han or Lando? Um, Pilot, now. pilot, pilot. Who would you take if you had to go right now on a on a journey? Were you taking Han or Lando? Lando's more reliable. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Lando is more reliable. I think Han has like probably more peaks, but also more valleys. Yeah. Like <laughs> okay. you do want. I think you want Han if you're escaping something. You want Han doing the, to run to run <laughs> to run away. Yeah, well, because I think Han Lando thinks he can. Leia. Well, Lando thinks he can sweet talk his way out of it. Han Solo will go out. There's another problem. He'll go out gun, you know, guns blazing too. Guns so blazing. <laughs> so like you're gonna die Lando, with Lando. I feel like we don't give Lando I mean, enough credit for like Han. destroying the Death Star without right. the force assist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I meant uh, Han, but yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. right. And like he, so you know, and that some of that fancy flying at the end of Return of the Jedi is <laughs> to listen. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't do it. No, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Right, right. And you know what? And, and in Last Shot, you really made that stand out too. How Lando would sacrifice himself. This was the second big back to Last Shot, right? He sacrificed himself for the second time, basically. Yeah. Death Star run, and then and then in Last Shot. I forgot about that moment. Like at the very end there, when like everything is just bad. <laughs> yeah, and he's giving it. He's, he's like, like, okay. He's like, you know what? Go. It's a wrap. Like, let me yeah. do what yeah. I got to do. <laughs> let me just take it all out with me. We're nice. all gonna go. Yeah, that was hero stuff. That was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. He always has been. He yeah. not to be, but he really is. Right. <laughs> hey, I love him. Yeah. That's, that's why I wanted to give him, like, love. 
You know, mm-hmm. like he's done so much. He's done so much for the galaxy. He's like lived his player life. Sure. And I just thought it was it was a nice thing for him to like find someone that he wanted to settle down with, who's also badass. Right. Yes, yes. Kasha is badass. So she can handle a pistol. Yeah. She can shoot too. That yes. was the thing. See, that's the stuff you said in there that cracks me up. I'm like, there's no way that's in a Star Wars book right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to see her in Rise of Skywalker. I uh, would... Yeah. Yep. So me too. Yeah. That was the hope. Yeah. On the Snyder Cut, we'll get her. In the ah, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. How about this? We got Mandalorian Season 2 coming up. All right? You're, you're a writer. What, what you, and I'm sure you've theorycrafted. You've heard all these cameos. What would you do, or what, what do you think might happen? Yeah, honestly, I, this is going to sound uh, whatever, but I don't have time to theorycraft. <laughs> 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 I hear you. I, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. That's the thing fair. I love is, like, I just have no idea, and I like it that way, so I don't yeah. even bother trying to figure it out. I've, I've, like, peeked at some of the theories out there, and they're all super cool. I don't think we're going to see Luke. That yeah, seems like right. a I, I, yeah. A mention would be like, just as exciting for us, though. If yeah. they mention Luke Skywalker, like well, I know this Jedi. Oh, uh, we know that guy. We or, know you that know, guy. like what they refer to him in uh, <laughs> aftermath is the the what do they call right. him, Chris? The blonde uh, hero or the uh, yeah, something like that. It's like um, blonde savior or something. Right. So if they refer right. to right. Luke, that's just enough excitement right. for me to even see him. Right. You know, just really like how are they gonna like CGI Mark Hamill? No, no, no. That's exactly, oh, and no, I don't no. want that. Like, like just no, just mention him. That's it. Or yeah, or not. I, I, There's so much lore to develop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't want that. I don't want. I, don't I love want Luke. That. Like, I love what they did with Luke. I love everything about Luke. I, yeah, I do too. I do. He's too. one of my favorite characters. Honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't need to see him. In- no, <laughs> it's a it's a big no. galaxy. There's exactly. No we don't need that. We really don't need that tie-in. Now, the only tie-in is, uh, you know, Yoda being a Force-sensitive, right? And if they're going to bring in the uh, Jedi Order, what Luke's trying to do, and he had to get – that's different if the mentioning of the new Jedi Order or the yeah, new yeah, something sure. like that's yeah. totally Or fine. keep this thing away from Skywalker. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd take that. I would take that and lose my mind just hearing that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely. I'm, awesome. I'm really excited. I'm just curious. I have yeah. no idea. I, yeah, cool. You know, and that was the best thing about last season, too, is is we heard rumors early on about things that were going to happen. So we were expecting uh, Mandalorian and IG-11 to be partners, right? Right. That right. they would be they they were going to be upset because IG eleven would always get offended. Everybody thought he was IG eighty eight, and that right. was Boba Fett. <laughs> we heard these rumors, and it was coming up right to the beginning. And when we saw him blast IG eleven, we're like, "What the hell?" In the right. like, first first they kind of ended up as partners a little bit at the they end. They sure yeah. did, yeah. but they never were so, bummed out about being mistaken. So we don't take anything <laughs> anymore. It's all great. Assault. Day, like fan fiction is awesome. It is. Yeah. You know I, mean? Like, I mean, I genuinely mean that. But like yeah. a lot of rumors are fan fiction, and that's oh fine. yeah, yeah, you know. Yep. Yeah. Call them fan fiction, you know. <laughs> you yeah. don't get I wish they would just say that instead. But you know, you know how it goes. Clickbait, right? They got to get paid. Yeah, of course. I know. I get into my feed all the time, and I'm like, <laughs> y'all joking? Like, <laughs> right, right. We always say if it's not on StarWars.com, then it's it's not it's not that true. Is and exactly the truth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And also, it's fun to find out when you're actually seeing it. Like, I don't even yeah. watch. I didn't watch the last Mando pr- pr- promo thing right. that went up yesterday. I know a lot of people wanted- didn't either. Why am I going to watch that? I yeah. want to watch the show. We're, like, so, we're so close to it. Right. That's not for me. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. watch the show. Like, yeah. that's Ooh. for people who are on the fence. That, those three people in the world. Right. <laughs> right. They'll see a yeah, shadow. See Boba Fett. We, yeah. we had made that point on the show and kind of got hit for it, saying they really don't need to advertise at all. Because yeah. season one was the advertisement for season two. Exactly. You know, you're talking yeah. about the fence people. That's, that's right. The two or three people that haven't seen it yet, those right. are the people that need to see that who are, stuff. Who are you? Right. <laughs> it's one of the greatest shows like of all time. Like, it's, it's fantastic. It's so it is, good. Man. 
Hey, if you if they can get my mom to watch The Mandalorian, <laughs> then they have done a great yeah. job. <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah. it's so uh, tell us, you have any other projects coming up? We'll uh, wrap it up with that. What you, what you got going? Ooh, I, I do. I'm trying to think what I can do. <laughs> uh, I have this really cool graphic novel coming out in 2022, which is a while from now. But um, it, it's um, it's this it's a friend of mine and I are writing it together, um, Malik Duncan. And uh, it's like this concept where death comes back to Earth every thousand years to spend 24 hours with its only child. And the child is discovered by a process of divination that this group called the Eternal Order does to figure out, you know, who's death's child. And then uh -huh. when they do it, you know, they have to protect that child to make sure that when death shows up, the child is there because death, you know, waited a thousand years to spend this day with the kid. So when death shows up on this day, the child has been kidnapped. And oh. they have to go into a frenzy of um, investigations and murders to get to who and kidnapped. And murders. You know. Wow. I'm intrigued. I'm that intrigued. is a cool That's concept. A, yeah, really cool. Yeah, it's a cool. lot of fun. It's Dude, really cool. weird. It's, it's really weird. And so the, this, the, that order is made up of different heads of different religions, right? So death pays a visit to each of them and appears in the form that they know death to take based on their faith. Wow. Nice. Yeah, it's wild. It's a really oh. cool story. So that anyway, it's called Death's Day. And it comes out from uh, Abrams' uh, graphic novel. Yeah, okay. Book. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, well, cool. you know, we'll we're, we'll always keep a close eye on your career and everything because again, <laughs> you've, you've made us fans. And uh, again, like I said, you you know, being into the, getting to the Star Wars stuff, I'm hoping just like I am, you know, exploring you, just like you know, getting you know, the more of the Star Wars people are gonna funnel through your works and all that stuff. So, uh, one big happy family. That's what Star Wars is, and uh, and keep it up, man. You you know. Yeah, this was this was awesome. Uh, that was fun. Thanks, guys. I think we'll let him go, right, guys? I'm he's grace. I mean, thank you for staying this the whole time. Wow. Um, you know, yeah. you're welcome back anytime to to talk about, it, especially when uh, High Republic comes roaring yeah. into our lives. Yeah, you know, we good. and we and our questions and our theory crafting goes off the wall, and we're gonna need yeah, some help, yeah, yeah. man. So, <laughs> so. Yeah. all right, sounds good, man. Take care, everybody. Yeah, you have a good thank night. You. Thank, thank you, you so much. Appreciate you. Take care, man. May the force be with you. Yeah, right on, brother. Wow, that was <laughs> that was cool. That was cool, guys. <laughs> that was oh. There we go. I got nothing else, fellas. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> and we're spent. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he he put a lot of things in perspective, and I like I like um you know I like his dr his drive when it comes to the diversity subject, right? He's passionate. He's passionate, right? but it's he also you know, there. and again, this is something that I've I've always said this growing up, and no one else, I think was blind to it. I've always said that too, like you know, Star Wars the original trilogy, you know, four, five, and six does not do a good job at people of color diversity. I mean, not you know, and I noticed that, and and, and like I said, we 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 do put that in lore, right? We we've uh, put up in our minds, like you know what, that at that moment, the Empire was oppressive to even race oh, or, right, right, or right. color, and then the new uh, First Order it, again. Might not be the real thing, but we put it in that to to explain that away, you know, to explain that time period and stuff. And uh, I think that people like like Daniel right there does it for himself because I I, I heard an interview saying he go you know he never saw himself in these kind of sci-fi worlds and stuff like that, and that it makes you it t it makes you take a step back, you know, it really does. You go like you know what, you're right, yeah. you know, the you're not represented, and I think that. It needs to be uh, a thing, you know, and I think that's what the whole John Boyega thing was, right? His his right. Uh, 
uh, you know, his drive and everything going forward. And I think if everything is written and done the way yeah. that Daniel has written last shot and he's, he's done in, in this book, we'll be fine. We, we can yeah. do that way. Yeah. And he's shown, he's shown how to do it and, and just follow that, man. Yeah. It's, it's Star Wars, dude. There is no such thing as like, us on earth you know what i mean this is it's it's it is what it is anybody could be a jedi you know you could, you could throw some, anybody in there yeah. and i don't care like, it's like you get to the point where it's like you don't care about people uh complaining about it it just is what it is i'll i'll, I'll consume it we'll put it on the wall with its other things you know our, our our gospels and all that and just have fun with it you know so very cool um, uh, he's he's a good good dude uh Smart yeah, guy. Smart that's guy. great. I can't wait to, uh, like I said, delve into High Republic. It makes me more excited about High Republic, you know, when people yeah. like him says, when he says stuff like, uh, it's, it's you know, he was blown away by certain things, and he's a fan, right? And he's like, I was, and that's no. our, and, and like I said, our, our question is, like, is this just going to be a Clone Wars adventure, or is this going to be a, you know, Epic. Mortis arc stuff going on, and, and you know, the, the actual meat and potatoes of Clone Wars. Like, so it's I, a whole time frame they're going to play in. Is, is yeah, and I feel more confident now, right, after, like, the comments that these guys make, and it's like, heck, man, I, I let's do it. Let's do it. The, awesome. the books are out. Let's do it. I'm ready to go, you know, so. Again, Chris, props on the questions, man. Yeah. You, you, you had that nailed down. Killed man, it, so. dude. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Good, Good stuff. stuff. Um, I guess that we can probably – Move on a little bit. We have a little bit more time. We got to uh, talk about Mandalorian. My mind, my and, uh, mind is mush. Go. Yeah. Go right. Well, I mean, s- since we'll we kind of from here. Say, yeah, we kind of segued <laughs> into the Mandalorian, you know, season two, which is only nine days away. It's next week. It's next yeah. Friday. <laughs> next Friday, guys. We well, should ask Daniel if he wants to do a watch show with us. Like, go, go live and watch and critique it. I'll text. He'll be like, you would want to. Yeah. He'll be like, <laughs> Mike's like, no. Mike. No, I said I bet you'd want to. Oh, gotcha. Good. Sarcasm, Mike. Sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> um. What? What well, he did mention that uh, Mandalorian season two, the ne- the new trailer that dropped on Monday Night Football, right? And I, again, which was nothing. But exactly, it, it was just m- more extended versions of the first trailer. I got a lot of people um asking me, uh, they're not watching because they don't want to know anymore at this point. They don't want to see Ahsoka in the in the trailer. They don't want to know. They just want to be surprised in the show. Saying, yeah. If that is a something that comes to fruition, I and I was just like, you know what? You have nothing to worry about. You can watch this. It's just an extension of what we have already seen. I kind of feel like they're getting smarter with their with their trailers slash commercials that, yeah. that they're doing, like their promos. I mean, they're not giving too much to where it's like, you know, you feel like you're not feeling like you're, you've got the whole season revealed. You just got like, yeah. you know, just enough. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that's, they did that with season yeah. one. They didn't give us nothing, obviously, because we didn't know anything that was going to happen. So yeah. it, was, it right. was awesome. We didn't know about the ATST was, with the evil eyes. We didn't, you know, none of this stuff. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. No. The, no. the carbonite, yeah. carbonite freezing any of this yeah so, remember yeah. what you said chris when you said that you felt like um prior to that when the when the rumors were coming and we felt like like um mando and, and id 11 were going to be like um in cahoots and then what they kind of did in the very first scene was shoot him in the head to f- make it feel like you were uh like they were smashing that yeah like mm-hmm. you got killed immediately i hope they do that to everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hope I like hope. Hey, guys i know what you guys thought but this is what's happening Boom. yeah yeah i mean We've heard I want a lot everybody of, in episode one. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. You want yeah. Well, we've heard a lot of things like, you know, this is an emotional season. This is an epic season. You guys are gonna be blown away and everything. And nothing season two. Okay, I do get worried about that because when you build it up so high like that, just like um go to anything else. Like how many things have compared themselves to the next be the next Star Wars, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. use Greenland. Right. You know, yeah. where this is the next Star Wars, this generation Star Wars. No, right. it's not. It's right. just 
we prep ourselves up for something being big and great. Yeah. They said, and, that, and about, so. they said that about Stargate, and I absolutely hate that movie. Yeah. They say it a lot, a lot of times. <laughs> this next it generation. Never is. Yeah. No. Exactly. Never is. They said Thanos is this generation's Vader, and he's not. Not even close, honestly. It's right. two separate people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two separate mind frames and everything. So, anyway, yeah, that's. Again, hype is hype. It's it's good to do it because we do it. You know, we we get into it, we get involved because it's it's substance and, uh, you know, I don't I have to go into it almost like uh, season one did to us with with Mandalorian. Like you know what, anything goes really. Season one was very gutsy, very ballsy. They did what they had to do. They killed off people. They brought them back. They killed them again. Uh, they revealed things and they set up more questions and answers. Right. Uh, and that's what you do, and you you build this thing. If you want this to go for 10, 15 years, you know. Um, Am I right? Did they did they cut the directors in half to to what was it to three or four of them or? Oh, I don't know. I you know what the good question. I I don't know. It's yeah, I it, it did. Uh, it they did? did. Okay. It's not a new director every time. It's a lot of it's a lot of uh, Favreau. Well, there you go. Okay. Um, I thought I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, like the like the Disney shows, of course, we got the. I just want to get through this, and then we can probably call it a day, yeah, because my head's like mush. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Obi Wan is confirmed to be filming in March of next year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He I already think, did his yeah. uh, test in the outfit. You see that? Yeah. They said it was probably oh, during. Oh, I didn't probably, see that. Probably during the. They didn't show it. It was his interview, and it was they. They're figuring it out the way he was talking. It was actually during season one of Mandalorian when he went in there, <laughs> and this is this is from his his mouth. Okay? Yeah. But he walked into the dressing room and there was the tan tunic and pants and everything. He's all, well, there's my outfit. Uh, <laughs> like, it was his from the seat. He knew it was his. Yeah. And, and went in there and he had to try it on in the, oh, what do we call it again? The volume? Yeah, the volume. Uh, right. The, the screens. Yeah. Uh, he goes in there and he had to test it in there because that's apparently how they're filming it. So he's in there testing with Amazing. Deborah Chow. Amazing. Absolutely oh, amazing. Um, so cool. And, Chow's not, and since Chow wasn't directing any in season two, that's why everybody's thinking it must have been in season one, unless she just made some kind of random trip out there to gotcha. use the stuff. Right? Well, I mean, they uh, have it there. You, it makes sense that they would go to one location to kind of like set, you know, uh, coordinate. You know, yeah. uh, they're not going to br- build like five volumes all around the world just for convenience. They got this one, and everybody comes there, and yeah. Um, well, that's cool. I'm glad to know that's still. It, it, they got to keep that in our heads. You know, they really like Star Wars again with not having movies, right? They got to keep this kind of stuff refreshing. They got to get really like throws you know tidbits into us on all the time. Like there was no celebration, so we didn't get any Cassian stuff. They put. I'm expecting Cassian to heat up soon. You know, after Mandalorian. Yeah, I think behind after the, the scene shot, something. You know, there's got to be something because I don't think I, it, the the production I bet was halted. You... I bet you the weekend. No, it's it's actually happening right now. I thought like pause. I didn't think it was paused. So no, yeah. and then uh, I, I have a feeling right after Amanda, like a week or two after, we'll get yeah something yeah. for Cassie. Um, if not on the last episode, maybe the last episode will have a tease for it. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. You know, let's go right into something else. Like man, mm-hmm. that'd yeah, be cool. I, I can't wait till we do that. So yeah, um, uh, yeah, Disneyland's not going to be opening anytime soon. So okay. uh, next summer maybe. Yeah, next maybe. summer maybe if you know California gets their stuff together, which we are. I think we are. We're doing better than we're doing better than New Mexico and Texas, right? Yeah, yeah but absolutely. I thought they had like they're on their third wave of the highest, you know, as far as the outbreak. Who you know, California like the second, or the seventh? Not no. us. No, I mean we're just no not I California, but just overall, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying like that's out there. Like it's like the yeah. Third or, well, I'm just waiting so. for the alarm to go off and everybody say you can go back to your business. That's all I'm waiting for. Just yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Or you waiting for our alarm to wake us up? Going like this has been a nightmare. Yeah. No kidding. Um, but anyway, that's uh. 
yeah, I saw that the regulations on Disney. I was just like, man, I I get it, I get it, but at the same time, so what were, I, could, what were I the could still be regulations bothered. though. Were they were well, they trying to do? not until I guess they got this color coded system right, and yeah. not until um, you've got to be in the yellow in the yellow tier, which is one of the le- like the second to le- second well, to last least restrictive or something. Yeah, orange the, is the last. We're in red. And they yeah. have to be so oranges. You can up to five hundred people or twenty five percent of your capacity, whichever is less. So that's out of the question. Um, Disney is not going to open up for five hundred people. Uh, and then yellow is twenty five percent of the t- total capacity, no matter what the capacity is. And right. and because there's a give and take, it's like okay, yeah, you you know you yeah you can infect one person out of a hundred thousand, but you can't. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's the whole thing. But anyway. It's um, a numbers game. We're keeping our ears to the ground on that because again, it's something very important to us. Not just for sure. not just for Disneyland, just for the health and safety of the world, man. Sure. We got to get out of this thing, you know. So, um, sure. I'm doing yeah, my well, part. Yeah, employees got laid off. Yeah, the, you know that's it's it's a, it's a it's a double edged sword. It really is, you yep. know. It's it's hard, but <clears throat> just everybody stay with it. This is why we do Star Wars. This is why we come here every other Wednesday and talk this stuff because it escapes everything. And uh, having a guest like that sure. would just blows it over the top. So, Ooh. um. Everybody, thank you, Chris. Thank you very much again for spearheading that. Good job, Chris. Up the questions, reaching out to Daniel, um, and getting that going too. So, um, much yeah. props for that. Uh, so let's get out of here. You guys want to go? Let's 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 go and watch uh, the Last Jedi. Only because I'm hungry. Let's do it. I'm gonna go watch <laughs> the clones again. Attack of the clones, punks. Take it. Yeah, you one. There's one <laughs> versus one. like six you or something. One. <laughs> it was a big one. It was it a big was one. A big one. Big I will one. give that to you, Chris. I will get. Big I haven't one. said my piece. You know, I have not committed to Phantom Menace or Attack of Clones. That was between like you and Scott. I feel like you've committed many times. I've never or committed to be. those two movies. It was that was arguing between you and Scott. So just want to let I just want to let you Me know in the that. world. <laughs> I just yeah, sat back true. and smiled and waved <laughs> at this true. point. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, Chris. Up or down. Where can we find you, Chris? You can find me on Hot Topic Podcast or any of the socials uh, under Sarlacc Digest. I usually respond back fairly quick. Um, obviously, unless I'm working. And then uh, besides that, I was on Carbonite Combos this last week. Yes. Uh, with Nick and Alec, that was fun talking was Funko, uh, Funko collections and uh, a little bit of our show. So that, w- that was neat. Yeah, cool that was fun. Guys. We'll have to have them on one day too. They made and new fans that, out of me uh, because of that yeah. show. I got to see them. I was like, man, this is cool. Even though it's all like pops, I'm still interested. You like still like live vicariously through that stuff. That so. one was that was their Funko Friday show, right? They do other stuff. Yeah, they did yeah. a whole they did a whole thing on um, uh, the Infinity Stones, like oh, a stone cool, per cool. week type of thing. Nice. They do Marvel's news, Spidey news. Yeah. Um, the less uh, relevant stuff. stuff. Okay, I got it. Got right, the less relevant yeah, stuff, right. but they mainly Star Wars, of course. <laughs> of course. Right on. But that's it. So, uh, and I'll be going after Kevin Scott. Kevin Scott. He said he had fun. Nice. See you in a minute. That's right. There nice. you go. Awesome. Scott Solo. The nerds are dropping stuff. Yeah. The nerds are, or nerds, not all of them, right? But there's a couple nerds that are dropping stuff. Yeah. Kevin and I. Yeah. Kevin and you. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> yeah, want to say it. Much. I just waited for We're, you to say it. We are the Nerds with Attitude. Uh, we've dropped a Nerds with Attitude episode, and then uh, just yesterday we dropped our part two of the A through Z Nerd Tunes extravaganza. So very cool. Uh, yeah, you can tune in on uh, nerdswithattitudepodcast.com or just you know wherever you find us. Very cool. Look very us up cool. on iTunes very or something. Cool. I don't know. Nice, Mike. <laughs> you can also boy. find me. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Wait. Wait. Yeah. Not yeah go, done. go ahead. The art. Of- the art of Scott Solo on Instagram. Yes. 
please check that guys, out. There we go. And, guys, uh, you know where to find Fanboy yeah. Mike. It's just here, pretty much. I mean, a lot of times I'm not on the show because of work, and I apologize. Sometimes. No, but, you, but hey, yeah. you're here now, so that's what counts, right? <laughs> you were here for Daniel Jose Older. Yeah. yeah. He, was on the, he was on our show. He was on our show. That was pretty dope. Awesome. <laughs> and he had a good time. He really did. He wanted to stay. That's awesome. Well, so yeah. he says he's a storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, Bootleg Joe, you dropped a toy review, and you keep dropping these toy reviews, and I love them, man. So keep them up. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to work on a, um, SH Figure Arts, uh, Mandalorian, and a Child, the Child. Nice. So, but they're really complicated figures. Um, I tried it earlier today. I was talking about it. I tried it earlier today, and he's a complicated figure, but he's awesome. Nice, nice. So well, I'm going to start working on that pretty soon. Cool. And you got it for like 60 bucks for the set, right? <laughs> 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 times, not even. I'm yeah, trying to help you out, bro. Don't don't blow it. <laughs> times two plus 30. <laughs> I know she's watching. <laughs> oh, shoot. I don't know. <laughs> Yes, sixty bucks, about sixty. Sixty bucks. What are trying to say? Yeah, right. Um, it's it's a, it. It, it's a, yeah, they're pretty pricey, but again, sometimes ninety percent of the time you get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah. Space yeah. Arts, they're they're top of the line in a lot. Cool. Yeah. And uh, you know, they articulate with their articulation, their scopes, but you know, you get you get your one or two, three that Blackstreet will top it. Nice. With the price, you know, the the whole price difference and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna break. I'm gonna mess with it a little bit more and and see uh, how I can safely do a review on it without breaking them on camera. There you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is hey, he that fragile? And if you do, it is the review, so it's He's you know super fragile. <laughs> really? Okay, and then you well, post right. that review and send it right to them. Yeah, maybe they'll send you yeah. like three more for free because you know. Right. Yeah, right. They're gonna be sitting there laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna oh. buy one, and now I'm. Thinking well, twice. Oh, okay. Wait for the well, review. Okay, well, check this out. <laughs> I saw three reviews on it. Watching two, I was like, okay, I'm good. But I watched one from Adam from Urban Spidey, and he uh, yep. he sold me on it. And I was like, whoa, because the way he presented it, the way he the way he uh, he reviewed it, and I was like, wow, I got to get that. And also with the with the the child the child uh, SH figure arts figure, he. Man, the facial, the 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 faces on on this one is, it's awesome, awesome figure. You, you, I mean, you'll I'm see on the review. You'll, you'll see on the review, but it's got its down again. It's got its downsides that the Black Series version doesn't have. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. you know, that's positive. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll compare both the Child and the Mandalorian uh, Black Series and SH figure arts to show you guys the difference, and we'll go from there. Cool. 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 Awesome. Nice. And uh, the sixth member who is not here today, Ernie the Fallen Fett, you can catch him over at Toy Migos and How We Do Disney. Um, I know that he did get that um, Diamond Select Boba Fett. Yep. And I mm -hmm. think he's doing an opening on that. So What? Well, yeah. I, know, uh, right? I, bet, I bet that was the caveat of getting it. Probably. I'll give it to you, but you <laughs> got to open yeah. it. And he'll do Probably. it. Probably. Yeah. So yep. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing his reaction to that because I'm on the fence <laughs> on that. You know, like, like like Scott and I always thought a new line. Well, you know I you're going to get the Vader. Yeah. If it's Vader, I'll definitely get him. You'll get the Vader. Absolutely. That's, yeah, like, I'm gonna get Vader. that's like a hands down thing. And, and, and I, again, pose him, put on the shelf. And worship him from afar. So and watch him fall over ten times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So hopefully Diamond Slick doesn't have the ankle joints that they do on those Ghostbusters figures, guys. Um, but yeah. So 
Catch Ernie over there. Catch him on here. I know we did this a little early today, and he had to get a doctor's appointment, all that too. So, um, he's uh, uh, he, he was he was taking a dump. Had to get his prostate. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't be here, guys. <laughs> also, okay. no. Let's get real personal. Yeah, <laughs> I got colonoscopies aren't a joke. Okay? Exactly. Oh. Also, everybody Marco, in the chat. Where can we find you? I'm I'm here, man. You know where to find me. I'm always here, dead center in the frame, and uh, trying to get this thing you know, <clears throat> moving along. And also telling people to like and subscribe and hit the bell notification for all our content. We got toy reviews coming. Our Cantina nights are still streaming every Friday. We we or Friday and Saturday. Let's put it that way. Our little uh, two minute to seven minute episodes of our Cantina night, uh, making the drinks from Batu. I think they're very fun. I'm still waiting for people to actually do that at home and send in our, you know, their uh, responses to the recipes. And uh, um, I don't know if we have any failures coming up on that. Maybe there might be a failure one coming up soon. But uh, check, uh, stay tuned for that. Who's next? I believe Ernie is next. Ernie's next. Yeah, Ernie, me, and then you again. Because no, we more. just dropped yours. Yeah. There's a few fails then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen mine yet. Yeah, Joe. Oh wait, okay. So Ernie, Joey, me, and then I think I went second to last, right? Or I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's in the little time. It starts to get blurry right about now. It does. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> anyway, check Double those out, guys. Same. Thank you everybody for your support and everything that has been checking out our site. And uh, again, make sure you subscribe and stuff because we're really trying to build this thing and uh, um, get the Star Wars talking to the community a lot. You know, just concentrated here. Uh, check out our website, StarlightDigestPodcast.com. That's where you'll find all the latest and greatest news and reports and blogs and videos, everything. So it's all going to be on one station for you. So with that, guys, I, I think we're done, right? We're Yeah. Yep. All right. I'm good. Cool. May the force be with you. Keep it nerdy, everybody.